Welcome to GeoRumor, your go-to podcast for the latest in world affairs and news. We cover everything from Super Bowl to war in Israel. I'm your host, Olivia Smith. Remember to subscribe. Then comment, like, and share with friends and family. Let's dive into today's big story. The NFC Championship game turned into an unforgettable event on Sunday. The San Francisco 49ers trailed at halftime. They made a stunning comeback to defeat the Detroit Lions 34-31. This win propelled them into Super Bowl LV8. After a first half dominated by the Lions leading 24-7, the 49ers flipped the script. A thrilling second half performance saw San Francisco capitalize on Detroit's turnovers and miscues. Brock Purdy of the 49ers started slow but gained momentum. He finished with 267 yards and a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell powered through. They contributed crucial touchdowns. For the Lions, Jared Goff threw for 273 yards and a touchdown. But, key turnovers in the second half dashed their hopes of victory. This game wasn't about touchdowns and field goals. It was a battle of strategy and resilience. San Francisco rallied in the second half. They showed their ability to adapt. They overcame challenges. Now the 49ers are set to face the Kansas City Chiefs. The game promises to be an electrifying Super Bowl in Las Vegas. The Chiefs defeated the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC Championship. They will be a formidable opponent. Looking at the broader picture, this game reminds us of the unpredictability and excitement that sports bring to our lives. It's a reflection of determination and the spirit of competition that resonates globally. The stage is set for Super Bowl 58. The San Francisco 49ers will play against the Kansas City Chiefs. The game will be at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. It's a matchup of giants. The Chiefs aim for another Super Bowl victory. The 49ers seek their first win since 1994. The 49ers have had an impressive season. Quarterback Brock Purdy led them. They stand out for their star power. They have nine Pro Bowl players and the most All-Pro honorees in the league. Their performance has been dominant. They win regular season games by an average of 19 points. But the Chiefs, with Patrick Mahomes at the helm, are a postseason force. Mahomes is known for his exceptional performance in critical games. He leads an explosive offense. But the offense led the league in dropped passes and offensive penalties during the regular season. Key stats show the 49ers offense as a major threat. Their top targets lead in various receiver metrics. Mahomes has excelled in avoiding sacks, he has also made impactful scrambles. A high-end Kansas City defense supports him. The matchup to watch? Chiefs linebacker Nick Bolton will face 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey. It's a crucial battle, with Bolton's speed and McCaffrey's average of 5.4 yards per carry. Running back Isaiah Pacheco could be an X-factor for the Chiefs. He has become a key player in their backfield. He's known for his consistent performance in postseason games. The Chiefs' offense is potent, but marked by sloppiness. Their success in the playoffs, despite these issues, is noteworthy. For the 49ers, a concern has been their run defense. This season, they've struggled more against downfield runs than in previous years. This might be a key area the Chiefs could exploit. In the quarterback duel, Purdy's efficient leadership contrasts with Mahomes' seasoned brilliance. Mahomes wants to join an elite club. They have three Super Bowl championships people are split in their early predictions. But many analysts lean towards the Chiefs. They cite Mahomes' edge and the team's balanced defense. As we count down to February 11, the excitement builds. Will the 49ers overcome their recent history against the Chiefs? Or will Mahomes lead Kansas City to another victory? Mm -hmm.
The West Indies cricket team achieved a historic win against Australia in the pink ball test match. An extraordinary young man, Shamar Joseph, led them. Joseph, a 24-year-old pacer from Barakara in Guyana, rose from a life of hardship to the pinnacle of test cricket. Joseph grew up playing cricket with fruit. He also used melted plastic bottles. He had no internet until 2018. His journey is remarkable. Joseph worked as a laborer and a security guard in New Amsterdam. He balanced grueling 12-hour shifts with his cricket practice. With the support of his fiancée Trish, he pursued his dream of a cricketing career. His talent caught the eye of legends like Ambrose, paving his way to the top. In Brisbane, despite a painful injury from a Yorker by Mitchell Stark, Joseph displayed immense courage. He bowled an unforgettable spell. He claimed seven wickets for 68 runs. This led to a momentous eight-run victory for the West Indies. This win marked the first time in 35 years that a team other than India had conquered the Gabba Fortress in a test match. It was also a tribute to his idol, Ambrose. It was the first time since 1993 that a West Indies fast bowler had taken four or more wickets in the fourth innings of a test in Australia. Joseph's dedication to test cricket over lucrative T20 offers is a testament to his love for the game. It also shows his commitment to his team. His performance made cricketing legends like Brian Lara emotional. It also inspired millions around the world. As we celebrate this incredible victory, we're reminded of the power of determination. We also see the impact one individual can have on a sport, a nation, and indeed, the world. At approximately 5.15 p.m. on January 28th, a shooting occurred at a Walmart in Cave Creek. It was near Cave Creek Road and Carefree Highway. Maricopa County Sheriff's deputies reported that an adult male entered the store. He engaged in an argument with an individual inside. After exiting the store, the suspect fired several shots at the building. Thankfully, there were no injuries reported from the incident. But the suspect fled the scene before investigators arrived. The suspect has not been apprehended. The Maricopa County Sheriff's Office is searching for the suspect. No further information about the suspect or the circumstances leading to the shooting has been released as of now. This incident brings to light the ongoing concerns. It is about public safety and gun violence. We are relieved to report no injuries, but the situation remains serious. It is under investigation. We remind everyone to stay vigilant. Report any suspicious activities to local authorities. Your safety and the safety of your community are paramount. We will keep monitoring this situation. We will provide updates as we get more information. In a somber turn of events, President Joe Biden has announced that the United States will respond. This is after a drone strike at a U.S. installation in northeast Jordan, near the Syrian border. The attack resulted in the tragic loss of three American troops. It left at least 34 others injured. The attack occurred late at night. It is being attributed to Iran-backed militias. This marks the first U.S. fatalities in the region since these groups escalated strikes against American forces across the Middle East. This escalation intensified during the Israel-Hamas war. U.S. Central Command confirmed that they evacuated eight personnel from Jordan. The personnel sustained injuries. They needed higher-level care. They are currently in stable condition. The strike targeted Tower 22, a critical logistical hub for U.S. forces. Understandably, this has raised serious security concerns. President Biden expressed his commitment to addressing this attack. He stated, we shall respond. 
The administration is working hard to identify the group responsible. Early assessments indicate the involvement of one of several factions. Iran backs these factions. Iran-backed fighters in eastern Syria are evacuating their posts. They are doing so in response to an escalating threat. They are preparing for potential U.S. airstrikes. Meanwhile, the U.S. has been actively targeting regions in Iraq, Syria, and Yemen. This is in retaliation to the ongoing attacks on American forces and interests. This incident shows the Middle East is volatile. It also highlights the risks faced by U.S. military personnel stationed in the region. We are thinking of the families of the fallen and injured service members. Tensions are escalating in the Middle East. Israel and Hezbollah are closer to conflict than ever before. The Lebanese-Israeli border has become a flashpoint. Exchanges of fire have been ongoing for over three months. The situation resulted in the deaths of approximately 15 Israelis since October 8. It has also resulted in the deaths of 171 Hezbollah members since October 8. Recently, the Israel Defense Forces reported strikes on Hezbollah infrastructure in southern Lebanon. Despite these actions, the threat of a larger regional war looms. Both sides are preparing for possible escalation. Israel has deployed a large military presence to the northern region. Israeli officials have discussed preemptive strikes. Defense Minister Yoav Gallant is among them. They hope to deter further aggression. But Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and other officials have been cautious. They seek to avoid further escalation. The situation is complex. Iran backs Hezbollah, deepening the complexity. Both groups have significant influence in the region. Their actions could have far-reaching consequences. The Israeli government is also focusing on the conflict in Gaza. Intense military operations there continue. Defense Minister Gallant emphasizes the importance of maintaining pressure in the region. He wants to secure the return of hostages. He also wants to achieve demilitarization. The situation remains volatile. The international community watches closely. The U.S. is working on diplomatic efforts to de-escalate tensions. They are also trying to broker a ceasefire. Special Envoy Amos Hochstein is leading the effort. The Israel-U.S. Binational Industrial Research and Development Bird Foundation has made a big move. They approved $9.6 million in funding for 10 new projects. The projects are between U.S. and Israeli companies. This latest investment adds to a remarkable total of $390 million. It spans 1,000 joint projects. This total is from BIRD's 46-year history. It is set to revolutionize many sectors. These include technology, healthcare, and environmental science. Among these inspiring projects, we see Celeste Bio. It is from Israel. They are working on cocoa-based products. We also see Mondelez International from the US working on cocoa-based products. Sense Materials from Israel and LICAP Technologies from the US are collaborating. They want to increase the capacity of electric vehicle batteries. They are using advanced nanotechnology. Similarly, they are working together to improve battery capacity. Another notable partnership is between Diptera.ai from Jerusalem and Vectech. Inkent they are from Baltimore. They aim to use AI for mosquito control. It is a critical step in public health. It is a critical step in environmental protection. The Bird Foundation is funding these projects. It is also sharing the risks. This highlights its commitment to fostering innovation. It also shows a commitment to international cooperation. These collaborations are reshaping the future landscape of technology and research. They support up to 50% of a project's budget. 
Mojde Bahar, co-chair of Birds Board of Governors and a NIST representative, says these projects represent the frontiers of technology. They address key areas. These areas include biotechnologies and manufacturing techniques. They also focus on EV battery production. This collaboration between Israel and the U.S. is more than just a financial investment. It's a testament to the power of international partnerships. They drive innovation and tackle global challenges. Before we wrap up, a quick legal note. GeoRumor provides news updates. It does not offer professional advice. Consult with your licensed professional for personalized advice. That's all for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to GeoRumor. Share it with your network. We bring you the latest on world affairs. It includes the United States, Israel, North Korea, and everything in between. Stay informed, stay connected. I'm Olivia Smith, signing off. Keep the global conversation alive.